Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to your claim lawyers. A no-win, no-fee, personal injury. Injury Claims Law Firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Simone Austin is a name that many of you will be familiar with. She was a dietitian at the Hawthorne Football Club. She's the author of Eat Like an Athlete, of course. Simone, I'm glad you're on the line. You can help us out here. Absolutely, and I can help you enjoy it at the same time, Sam. <laughs> Fantastic. Because your whole methodology, if you like, is about how everyone including non-athletes, should eat like an athlete. And it helps us in so many different ways, principally, well, at the moment, until we hang up the boots for the working year, productivity in the workplace. Absolutely, because nutrition is a tool that you don't need um, skilled. We've all got it at our fingertips. So you just got to work out what works for you and um, you can eat to boost your performance and your energy and, and use it just like athletes do. Why shouldn't we? I just mentioned your background there briefly with athletes and that included the Hawthorne Footy Club. What was a typical day of eating like for the Hawks under your reign, Simone? Yeah, I suppose it depended if you were a first year or a, you know, a, a one on the on the way out or an older player or maybe an injured player. But it was really important for them to all know that they were individual because a young player coming in who needed to gain some muscle mass would have been eating much more regularly. So a breakfast before they left home, maybe of cereal and yogurt. And then when they get to the club, maybe before they got on the track, they would have maybe some toast with some eggs and a glass of milk. Um, whereas an older player might have just had one breakfast, um, go out and train, come back and usually have an early lunch. And I also like this in the workplace, Sam, where often you're hungry around 11 o'clock mm. and you think, oh, it's not lunchtime, so you'll wait. Well, it's probably better to have an early lunch like they often did. And it might have been a cooked lunch or it might have been some toasted sandwiches and some fruit. And then have another lunch around two-ish or so after they would finish a gym session. Uh, but for us, for us in the workplace, that's another time that we might be hungry. Better off to have a, a meal rather than going into the lunchroom and grabbing some biscuits or cakes or chocolate bar at the vending machine on the way home. And if you're going to do exercise after work, it's also fueling you for that exercise after work. And you can sort of hold on till you get to dinner time. And the players would come home then and probably have a dinner around six o'clock, similar to what you or I might eat, but for some of them in a bigger volume. Simone, I'm not sure if our listeners here are anything like me, but I get the munchies at around four o'clock here at the workplace. And a lot of workplaces yeah. have vending machines around every corner. And sometimes I just can't help myself. I see that Snickers sitting there. It's easy. Yeah. I just got to get it. Yeah. And that's why that if you eat your brekkie and then a lunch at 11 and a lunch sort of more at two-ish, you're not going to be starving at four o'clock then. And you can be a bit more selective on what you choose. So it might mean that it's a bit like um, even kids in the lunchbox. Rather than thinking they've got to have a snack first and then their lunch, think about two lunches. So as I said, it could be wraps. It might be um, taking some soup. And in the afternoon, when you're grabbing those munchies at 4 o'clock, 
you might actually be dehydrated um, and not know the difference between being thirsty and hungry and you just think it's food. So soup is perfect around that two or three o'clock mark. A chicken soup or a hearty minestrone to fill you up, hydrate you, and then you can confidently walk past that vending machine or at least pick a smaller amount of those you know, chocolate or other sweet type foods you might want. Yeah. It's one of those things though, isn't it, where it's it's easy to uh, attempt and more difficult to carry out. Tell me, at Hawthorne, was it difficult keeping some of the players in line with the diet, Simone? Yeah, absolutely, because footy players are a little bit different to, say, some of your triathletes or, um, you know, those keen cyclists and things who are really into health. Footy players generally come into footy because they're good at footy with their mates and they realise they can make a profession of it by continuing to play but they're not necessarily into health so I've got to one convince them that nutrition is going to be good for their performance and so like for any of us once you can put that link together that nutrition is going to help you for your performance at life then they start to get onto onto it because it's going to make them play better it's going to get them selection you know earn more you're also going to get to do what they love so once i can link that together and they can see it then i've got them on board fantastic simone stand by i'm just going to bring in christina billings here christina is the founder of the health at work initiative which promotes healthy eating in the workplace because your work is so closely intertwined christina good morning to you thanks for joining us thank you so much Pleasure to be here. Tell us about the Health at Work initiative I just spoke of there, which obviously promotes healthy eating in the workplace, which we've just been talking about with Simone. Tell us about the origins of this and, and how it's come about. Look, we it's really important for overall health and wellbeing, of course, in the workplace. And part of that is nutrition because we know now the impact that nutrition has on both physical health and also mental health. So there's that real connection there. So a lot of workplaces now are concentrating on, you know, mental health of their employees, especially through this COVID time. And as we say to them, you have to have all the pillars of health and nutrition definitely is one of those pillars. So we created a couple of online tools that are really um, important uh, for, especially through, have been amazing through COVID, our health and wellbeing platform that covers as a, all areas of health and has nutrition. In fact, Simone, last month, we had our nutrition month on our online program and Simone did a wonderful cooking demonstration. So that went out to over about 1,500 um, employees listening into Simone talk about health in the workplace and give real tips about boosting in, you know in their um, productivity it, through their sort of um, you know increased levels of um, you know it, of their health and real concentration through throughout the day, which I think is really important because we know that a healthier workforce. Um, is three three times more productive than their, you know, less healthy counterpart. So having a platform like ours that talks about nutrition, mental health, um, it, it goes on to physical health. So combining all those factors of overall health and wellbeing is something that we, you know, allow access that's accessible to employees 24-7, 
um, on any device. So it really gets that connectivity, um, having some interaction with them and helps employees. That's a great resource. And Christina, speaking to Simone, obviously, a couple of moments ago about the the Snickers bar that looms large in the vending machine. In, in, in your time, in your experiences, what are the biggest challenges, like people listening at the moment, what, what are you finding the biggest challenges are for people in the workplace when it comes to nutrition? Because it's a fast world, it's a fast life. You got, you're juggling multiple balls in the air. Often it's uh, the food is the last thing people think about and uh, they go for whatever's within reach. I mean, what are your experiences with the difficulties people face with maintaining a healthy eating in the workplace? Absolutely. And look, we've found that over time, you know, workplaces are, you know, the old, the old workplaces always supplied cream biscuits, biscuits, and it was always people would go and get their coffee in the morning and grab two biscuits that were in tins and jars all over benches. You know, we've worked with many clients to actually change that around and actually do marketing on it. That actually, you know, that, you know, two biscuits, in a coffee with a couple of mm-hmm. um, teaspoons of sugars, like eating virtually a, a Big Mac a day sort of thing if you're having that in the morning and the afternoon. So workplaces are actually taking a bit more responsibility also, and they've been changing what they offer to their clients. And I think also we've got a online, uh, one of our latest tools is an online health check. And that online health check is something that um, employees, employers are implementing to actually make people aware of their health status. So it it gives their cardiovascular disease risk assessment. It does type 2 diabetes, which again is is really diet related for type 2 and and is an epidemic here in Australia with obesity um, and gives them a mental health risk and also gives them their key uh, key lifestyle indicators, which one of is diet. So once they do the online assessment, they see that they're not eating enough fruit or vegetables, that their diet isn't, they're not exercising enough, they're at risk of cardiovascular disease. And it puts them the responsibility back on them to be able to make lifestyle changes. Because I think it's really important for us to educate in the workplace and educate on nutrition and great seminars. And we do fantastic um, healthy snacking stands where employees come and learn about why they should be eating proteins and doing things like Simone said, having soups and having two meals rather than going for the Snickers in the vending machine in the afternoon. So it puts the responsibility. They realise what their health risks are. And then the business along with, you know, um, someone like ourselves can, can then do targeted programs to educate and empower the employees. And and nutrition definitely is one of those to get sustainability and really productivity out of your employees. Uh, when you mentioned Bickies in the workplace, my mind immediately went to the Monte Carlo. Long live the Monte Carlo with a cup of tea, Christina. But uh, great to have you on board today. You're the founder of Health at Work, promoting healthy eating in the workplace. Christina Billings and Simone Austin, ex-dietitian for the Hawks. Many of you will know and her book, Eat Like an Athlete, on shelves everywhere at the moment. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.